0: For everything you need to know about Mercedes Monet's AEW debut, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from.
1: A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Muscal and Andrew Scott.
0: Before we begin, we here at Cultaholic would like to pay our respects to the owner of Squared Circle Sirens, Casey Michael, who has passed away. Squared Circle Sirens shared the news on Twitter yesterday saying, it is with a heavy heart we inform you that our beloved friend and Squared Circle Sirens owner, Casey Michael, has passed away at age 26. His contributions to women's wrestling and the friendships made will live on in his memory forever. We love you, Casey. We at Cultaholic share our condolences and send all the love to the friends and family of the owner of Squared Circle Sirens, Casey Michael. Could NXT make a permanent move to Tuesday nights? We'll talk about it in a second. Plus, a former WWE star and performance centre trainer. Has made their AEW debut. And what is a tooth and nail match? We'll talk about it in a bit. For Thursday, September the 3rd, 2020, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News.
1: The only reason you were WWE Champion for a year is because Triple H didn't want to work Tuesday.
0: Maybe Triple H does want to work Tuesdays. The news coming out today via Fightful Select is that the Wednesday night wars may be coming to an end. Fightful Select's saying that NXT could make this move to Tuesday nights. They're currently doing it at the moment because of preemption, but it could become permanent. USA Network is said to be not as committed to competing against AEW as WWE were from the very beginning. Of course, this whole thing started when AEW announced their show and NXT got uh, got the opportunity to move onto network television as well. And there have been numerous interviews where this has been branded a coincidence, but I think you and I, we both know the score, don't we? No, it's not a coincidence. Now, there's no official word yet on whether this move would go ahead. Uh, nobody within the business... None of the wrestlers or the officials or the teams on NXT have been informed of any such changes. USA Network, however, is using the next two weeks, we understand, as a test to see how it goes. Now, what we have noticed is that when AEW and NXT are going unopposed, the numbers are much stronger Because you're not dividing the audience. Uh, Showbuzz Daily uh, revealing that Tuesday's NXT, the Super Tuesday that featured the Fatal 4-Way Iron Man match, drew 849,000 viewers. Up from last Wednesday's uh, viewership by, gosh, about 20,000. It's the second highest number in the year for WWE NXT. And last week's was an unopposed show as well. So there is something to be said for running wrestling shows unopposed. Now, uh, we will let you know more when we know more. Certainly, as fans, we win if this is the case. Because it means that there's less competition to watch one or the other on a Wednesday night. And AEW fans will no doubt take this as a win. And you know what? It feels exactly like a win. Uh, Because they've been winning the ratings ever since this thing began, apart from the odd blip on the radar. And this is coming from an NXT guy who's just like, yeah, AEW have been smashing it and absolutely more power to them. It's a great time to be a wrestling fan for stuff like this because the competition has just made Everybody work harder. So I'm not massively against NXT moving to Tuesdays. I think it will be seen as a black eye on WWE, a gut punch to WWE if NXT moves to Tuesdays, but the whole phrase of pride coming before a fall. And if the numbers are simply better for both shows when everything's unopposed, I'm sure WWE aren't bothered about AEW's numbers, but if everything's better when unopposed, then... Everybody wins, surely. More eyes on wrestling is a good thing. When it comes to the shape and the look of NXT going forward, we don't quite know the day, but it's looking more and more likely that we know what it's going to sound like. As Wade Barrett has confirmed on Twitter that he's going to be back on NXT for Super Tuesday 2 next week. Now, Barrett was on for the last two weeks because they recorded them back to back. So it wasn't, we weren't entirely sure whether or not he was going to be doing any more for the time being. But the fact that he is back on this coming Tuesday suggests that we may have a bit of a rolling contract deal for Wade Barrett, possibly. I could see him coming in. I think it's just a matter of time before we at Cultaholic officially announced that Barrett signs on the dotted line for them. He's been great on commentary for NXT as well. Really enjoyed the stuff that he's been doing on there. So, hey, and if more people get to hear him by move to Tuesday night, more power to. Him. And as I say, I'm an NXT guy and I'm not kicking off about this. I think it's probably a good thing to do. I think by, having, by not dividing the audience, we're going to get more people watching. I think that's great. I think AEW has stormed it. More power to AEW for putting on something that so many more people are wanting to see. So why don't we celebrate both by having them both on separate nights and having even more people come in to watch? Of course, AEW Dynamite was on last night, back on Wednesday night for the first time in a couple of weeks for them. Uh, We'll talk more about AEW Dynamite and AEW All Out a little bit later on on this morning's Cultaholic Wrestling News podcast. Dwayne The Rock Johnson took to Instagram yesterday to reveal that he and his family have been fighting COVID-19. Here's what he said. My
1: wife Lauren as well as my two baby girls and myself, we have all tested positive for COVID-19. And I could tell you that this has been one of the most challenging and difficult things we have ever had to endure as a family. And um, and for me personally too, as well. And, and and I've gone through some doozies in the past. I've gotten knocked about and got my ass kicked a little bit in the past with some challenges, but, but testing positive for COVID-19, um, is much different than overcoming nasty injuries or, or 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 being evicted or even being broke which I have been uh, more than a few times um, and the reason why I feel like this is different is is because my number one priority is to always protect my family and protect my children my loved ones by the way I know I speak for all of you guys it is our number one priority all of you guys around the world you always want to protect your family and your babies um so and I wish it was only me who tested positive. Um but it wasn't it was my entire family so this one was a real kick in the gut. But I am happy to tell you guys that we as a family are good. We are on the other end of it. We're on the other side and we are no longer contagious and we are thank God we are healthy and we've gotten through COVID-19 stronger and healthier. And you know believe me I am counting my blessings because like all of us, we all uh, have we all have been hit by this thing, um, whether it is people we know, family we know, loved ones we know, friends we know. Um, so we are counting our blessings right now because we're well aware that it isn't always the case that you get on the other end of uh, COVID-19 stronger and healthier. Um, I have had some of my best friends have lost their parents, their loved ones, Uh, to this virus that that is so incredibly relentless and unforgiving, and it is insidious. We are counting our blessings, um, but we are good.
0: Following The Rock's Instagram video, WWE Hall of Famer Kevin Nash took to Twitter to reply, saying, "'Welcome to the team. Very sorry your family is infected.'" I was tired for a while, didn't train for the fourth day. My wife still hasn't got smell or tastes back. Son was asymptomatic. Pray you heal up quickly. Thank you for making people realize it's real. So Kevin Nash also saying that he and his family also have fallen ill with COVID-19 over the past few weeks. Uh, also last night during his stream on Twitch, AJ Styles said that he was one of the WWE superstars who tested positive for COVID-19 last month. He said, quote, I also tested positive a couple of weeks ago, about a month ago, probably. I feel for people who have to deal with this, but I've got to say I didn't have many problems with it. Hopefully, The Rock and his family, hopefully, everybody is safe and everybody is taken care of, and nobody has too bad of symptoms and stuff like that. It sucks. It's not good for anybody. Hey,
1: everyone. I've been on the go recently Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb.
0: Only at Sleep Number stores or SleepNumber.com. Last night on AEW Dynamite, former WWE star and former Performance Center trainer, Serena Deeb made her debut. She was in action against the NWA women's champion, Thunder Rosa, ahead of Rosa's challenge for the AEW women's title at All Out. Deeb, who was with the company, initially... From 2009 to 2010, as part of the Straight Edge Society with CM Punk, she returned in 2017 to be part of the Mae Young Classic, and then she was hired to work as a trainer for WWE at the Performance Center. However, back in April, as a result of the mass layoffs and furloughs, she was let go, and this is the first time that we've seen her since then, and... What many people thought would just be an exhibition match uh, for Thunder Rosa ahead of Saturday actually turned into a deeply competitive match. And I'm hoping that it leads uh, to more stuff for Serena Deeb going forward because I thought she looked really good in there. Rick Flair was speaking to Wrestling Inc. about if and when he will return to WWE TV. He said, quote, I want to come back, to be honest with you. I haven't been told that. In, I have, in so many words. I think they worry about my health issue. Even though I have fallen down when I went skiing, I've done all of that just to show them that I could do all of this. I think the bigger issue with my heart was I had a, that blood clot. I'm off blood thinners. How I'm still alive... We'll have to figure this out. WWE obviously is concerned with the health of Ric Flair. um, Saying that he was on television and in the performance center during the pandemic, which always baffled me somewhat. I think Ric Flair, as you can tell, is keen to come back and do more stuff in WWE. I don't think that he was required for the Randy Orton stuff. I think Randy Orton doesn't need a mouthpiece, doesn't need a manager. And... The decision to take him off tv for now i think it was absolutely the right one former evolve manager one of the guys behind the creation of evolve and the performance center consultant gabe sapolsky has released a statement considering himself retired as an independent wrestling promoter and booker he said with wwn announcing the new eddie kingston grindhouse show on september 26th it is the right time me to clearly state I have parted ways with WWN. This is amicable and mutually decided. I look forward to seeing new minds and ideas come to the forefront on, on the independent scene. I feel Eddie Kingston is perfect to lead the charge. I still love working with talent, have a passion for talent development, and enjoy bell-to-bell aspects of putting on shows. However, the downtime due to COVID-19 has made me realise how much I do not miss the day-to-day aspects of running an independent promotion. I no longer have the drive to continue the constant grind of running an independent wrestling promotion, so I consider myself retired as an independent wrestling promoter and booker. I want to give my most heartfelt and sincere thank you to everyone who supported any independent promotion I was associated with over the years. I also give my deepest gratitude to everyone who worked with me. Big love to Gabe Sapolsky, who officially... Hangs up the the pen. Do you hang up a pen? Either way, best of luck to Gabe Sapolsky. PW Insider has given us a few more details on the return of Major League Wrestling. We talked about it on this podcast earlier this week. MLW getting set to return to tapings. They are doing uh, tapings without fans present, and they will be returning uh, on numerous platforms in the weeks to come. Uh, we do realise that MLW thanks to PW Insider, this is, the MLW's return will feel very different. The TV series will have a new name and will no longer debut on Saturdays as part of the In Sports lineup. The plan going forward is for episodes to debut in a prime time slot on a day of the week yet to be confirmed. And they will get first run on the Fubo Sports Network. You can get that free uh, on... Uh, Fubo TV streaming, Pluto TV. I think you can get like apps and stuff for it as well. And there's there's web streams and things for it as well. Uh, MLW will be on BE in sports. They'll basically be running a replay of what they show on Fubo TV. MLW will be also creating some original content and some specials uh, for the Days and streaming service. So this was something they announced just as sort of lockdown was beginning. They'd signed this uh, new over-the-top platform streaming deal uh, which was going to be a, a, a sort of a restart and, and a great way to shine new light upon MLW. Uh, there is a significant amount of MLW library that they can use. For some of these specials as well. The plan is to try and get the promotion out to as many eyes as possible, putting it on as many platforms as possible. Uh, streaming platforms are, are much better suited, the company believes, uh, to be uh, supportive of professional wrestling and, and they're a bit more experimental as well, so they can try new ideas and things along the way. Uh, so exciting times for Major League Wrestling who are pushing out at the tail end of 2020. Right, let's talk about AEW All Out. We had the go-home show last night on uh, for Dynamite, and Dr. Britt Baker and Big Swole officially have their match signed, sealed, and delivered on it. We're going to see Britt Baker make her in-ring return against Big Swole in a tooth-and-nail match. Now, the details of this match haven't been revealed, but it does pay off months of rivalry between Baker and Swole. Weirdly... The match is going to be part of the buy in, the AEW pre show. Feels weird to put a stipulation match like this on the pre show. Bit out of the box. Interesting decision to make. See whether it pays off for them. So that joins the AEW all out lineup, which shapes up like this Dark Order taking on the Natural Nightmares, Scorpio Sky. Uh, Matt Cardona in eight-man tag team action. We have a broken rules match, essentially last man standing, between Matt Hardy and Sammy Guevara. A casino battle royale will take place for an AEW World Championship opportunity. We'll have the Young Bucks taking on the Jurassic Express. A Mimosa Mayhem match between Chris Jericho and Orange Cassidy. Pinfall submission or throw your opponent into a vat of Mimosa. So I understand the NWA women's champion Thunder Rosa is facing the AEW women's champion Hikaru Shida for the AEW women's title on the line. The world tag team titles are on the line. Kenny Omega and Hangman Page are defending against FTR. And in the main event, the AEW world champion John Moxley puts it on the line against MJF. Now, Jack will be along later today with AEW Dynamite Graded to go through the go-home show for All Out. Ross will be here as well with your AEWTF moments. And check out the Cultaholic YouTube channel later today for predictions for AEW All Out. There's nothing on the line. There's no belts on the line. There's no custody on the line. Just a bit of fun this one. We're going to make some predictions for Saturday. And the, I guess the prize is... Pride, shall we say. Check out Cultaholic.com today right now for the five best revenge storylines in WWE history. The old saying that revenge is a dish best served cold. Anybody familiar with the Punisher knows how great a story of remorseless vengeance can be. Wrestling's really good for that as well. And our writer, Justin Henry, has taken a look at five amazing stories of Rwenge in professional wrestling. Tonight on Twitch, it is Play It Again Sam, as Sam Driver is digging through some of his extensive video game console collection to play some classics. We had Burnout last week. Great to see Burnout kicking around once again. Lots of fun for that one. Twitch.tv forward slash Cultaholic. You can watch Sam kicking back, playing some retro games tonight. Tomorrow on Twitch, by the way, it is Love You By Friday. It is you and I and live calls. If you ever wanted to to call Cultaholic, the studios here in Parts Unknown Upon Time will be open to your calls. And that'll be two o'clock British summertime tomorrow at twitch.tv forward slash Cultaholic. And the Cultaholic shop, is officially open. We opened it last week and we have a limited number of limited edition items still for sale now, but they are going quick. Uh, The classic Cultaholic Roots t-shirt Uh, which has been a massive seller. Just a couple of those left. Grab it before it goes, because once it's gone, it's gone. You can still get your hands on Cultaholic sunglasses for that last bit of summer. Uh, Gary YouTube enamel pins still available as well. Once these items are gone, as I say, they are gone. You can get them right now at cultaholicshop.com. I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. Love you, bye.